Hello, and welcome to Mike, DJ, and Doc, the show that plants seeds for cultivating new culture. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mike, DJ, and Doc podcast. Oh, yeah. I hope all of y'all are doing well and enjoying yourselves. And at the time of this recording, it is such a beautiful day outside and with the weather. I mean, it's uh, sunny, not too hot, not too cold, about maybe 71 or 72 degrees. And I'll tell oh. you what. If you out there today, you can get it in, whatever you want to do. Yard work, exercising, yep. or just hanging out and chilling. So we coming to you today. How you doing, Doc? Hey, all is well. And you, Mike? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Excited about this podcast. We're going to be missing our brother, DJ Cornerstone, on this one. But we okay. pray for him and all his endeavors and what he's got going on with his family on today. He's probably out getting some of that sunshine and, and ditched us. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll see him when he get back on the next one. <laughs> all right. Today, we're talking about a topic that I think is real challenging for most individuals, family members, even other people that are not your family, I mean, close circles or anything. I mean, this is a tough one for people, but this is definitely a time of rewarding too. And what we're talking about, opposition is the key to opportunities. So if you are looking for opportunities and it seems like you just keep running into that wall and keep knocking you back, that we want to let you know after you hear this podcast today that you'll realize that that is a sign of what is to come and with growth and maturity, you'll be able to see it in a different direction and you'll That's be good. able to head in a different direction. So we're hoping that when we get done with this, that definitely you'll find something to impact your lives on it today. And I know Doc has got a lot on this because he actually wrote this in his book, Winning with Wisdom. And I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about that because it comes like directly out of the, the chapters. But I'm right. going to go ahead and set the table. And like I said, this is directly out of Dr. our Dr. William Sullivan Sr. Winning with right. Wisdom book. Opposition yeah. is an opportunity in disguise. Let me say that again. Opposition is an opportunity in disguise. All right, yes. Doc. We're going to go ahead and open it on up. First of all, Doc, opposition. What is opposition? Wow, man. Opposition. God almighty. We can look at it in various different ways. And today, for this discussion, I got specifically this fresh off the press. All right. That opposition is a definer of the person, of the individual person. Okay. Opposition will define you. Over in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10, it says, if you faint on the day of adversity, mm -hmm. on the day of opposition, your strength is small. And so that lets us know that opposition comes to define, you know, and tell the true story about who we are Mm -hmm. What we say we represent, what we say we stand for, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or the, what we say we are about, opposition is a definer. You know what I'm saying? It's a tester of 
your authenticity or your lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Come on, Lord. You know, I mean, because anybody can stand the test of times when everything is going well. That's you right. Know, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, I mean that, that, that's easy. I mean, that it's simple at that point. I mean, anybody can do that. But when you face opposition and you still stand strong, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? This is a definer. Mm-hmm. And the book of wisdom is say, if you faint, your strength is small. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, yeah, <laughs> man, this is good. This is going to be good today. All right. Yes. <laughs> Opposition. Yeah, because Define like that. you said, you 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 miss, you you mentioned how it it brings out the real you. Yes. And most times people struggle with believing in themselves when they face yes. it. And sometimes opposition comes against them. And guess what? That even pushes them further down that they can't recover from that. And like you said, in moments like that, you need to know that, guess what? It's in you to overcome it. You just got to dig a little bit deeper. Right. Yes. You got to dig a little bit deeper. Because if you have that uh, desire, that motivation or that inspiration, and long as everybody's patting you on the back, like you said, when things are going good, and saying, oh, go ahead, you're doing a good job, and you're doing this, that, and the other. Right. And then guess what? When you come up against that wall, well, guess what? I don't know how I'm going to get over this. Well, right, right. What, what, what do you do then? Doc, what, I mean, yes. what, what does a person do then? When they, okay, they already started something, and they, they got some momentum going, but now they don't face their first obstacle. What, what do you do? Well, and at that point, you... You got to dig deep within and ask yourself, mm-hmm. was I following someone else's path? Okay. Was I in somebody else's lane? Mm-hmm. And did I get out of my own lane? Uh-huh. Because when you are doing about what you're passionate to do, this goes back to a few weeks ago, dealing with- Passion and purpose. Name? Yeah, yes. With Miss you know Ticey Bell, yeah, passion yeah, and purpose, yes. yes. There we go, yes. So you see how we back, it's, we just build it. Uh-huh. And now it's like, Okay, if you go, if you're ready to just throw in the towel, uh-huh. you got to ask yourself, who, what was motivating me to do what I was doing anyhow? Okay, because you see, what I'm saying because mm-hmm. because at, because at that point now, if this is getting ready to define me, was I doing it for my parents? Was I doing it for them? That group? Was I doing it? You know, why was I doing it? Why did I purchase this? Why did I say I do? You know, what I'm saying, why did I accept this assignment? Did I was I really called to be in this leadership assignment mm-hmm. or was I just put here and you know because people put me here that they can use me and control my mouth and my hands and there my you feet. Go. <laughs> or, or, or you just oh, you, Lord. <laughs> 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 Lord, where that come from? Oh, <laughs> Lord have so your way. Puppet. <laughs> That's right. Yes. A puppet for somebody else. Yes. And that... then like you said, it's gonna got too close to the opening, got sucked into a vacuum. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Got pulled into a vacuum where it wasn't nothing going on. And all of a sudden, somebody pushed you into it. Yes. Oh, wow. Like happens. you said, that puppet one, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just, I, if y'all listen, just say ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just say ouch on that one. Yeah. Wow. Mm. <laughs> but <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo. So anyway, let's Definitely. let's let's keep on talking about it. So that. That person digs down and gets deep, and then he started to realize, guess what? He even came to a point to where, like you said, you had discovered your core, too. And right, yes. 
and like I said, sometimes, uh, well, uh, like also a few episodes ago when we was talking to mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Chris Parker also, we mentioned about integrity, mm-hmm. how, what is your core value? What is your core value and what you got in wow. you? You know what I'm saying? Do you yes. know what it is? Because if you don't even know what your core is, well, it's easier for somebody to push you into something that you ain't prepared for. Right, yes. Because mm. you're excited. You want to do something. Right. You're motivated. And they they see that you're motivated. And they see that you have a, a worked ethic, you know? And then they push you into something that really you wasn't prepared for. Right. And like now, now you got to face the music. And you don't want to go in defeat, but we'll talk about failure in a little bit. But that's the point, like you said earlier, that's defining you. That's making yes. the picture clearer to you what you are about. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's good. Yes, you you made that so clear and plain. Wow, that's it. That makes, that wow. makes, it, makes it clear because, like I said, we, we all have mm. visions and stuff. But right. until we put them into motion and some things right. start to materialize and we start to keep our focus of moving forward with some of the things that you're going to need to carry that out or to move forward, it's going to come through that brick wall. Right. I remember going to a pastors and leadership conference in 2018 and they had Bishop Joseph Walker the third there. And he's down in Atlanta, so he's close to you, you right. know, Bishop Joseph Nashville. Walker. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And he preached that sermon that one night when he was talking about the Jericho Wall. Uh-huh. He was talking about how they marched around the wall. And he said, y'all know the story. I don't have to tell you what the story is. You know the story, how they marched around for seven days. And on the seventh day, they they sounded the trumpet. And then uh-huh. they they shouted. And the wall came down. He said... What they needed was on the other side of that wall. Right. And see what I'm saying to somebody here, when you get to that wall, you need to stand and move forward because what you need that's going to cure whatever problem you're facing is what? It's on the other side of that wall. Wow. That's what good. you need that's going to put your family back uh-huh. together is all it's on the other side of that wall. Right. What right. you need that's going to make your business grow. It's on the other uh-huh. side of that wall. So you can't get to the wall and say, look, I see this massive obstacle in place. And I, it's uh-huh. spread so far wide and so far tall. He, he mentioned, he said that was by design. That was, the, that was set up. They built it so it would be like an illusion to make it bigger than what it really, what it really was. Right. Wow. Doc, I mean, how many times can we say we done came up on something that we thought we couldn't overcome? Because our first initial view of that thing, but man, this is beyond my reach. Right, correct, yes. And, and that definitely, and, and that happens. It, it happens, it's a, it's a fact of life. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's, it's something that none of us can avoid. We're gonna face oppositions, things that seem unbearable, you know, larger than life. And, you know, we often hear this can sound cliche is that God won't bring us to it if God won't bring us, you know, couldn't bring us through it. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff we got, to, we have to make sure that we ask in, in places when we face opposition is, was this me 
or was this God? Because if you don't see no way out or you can't, you know, you in a funk of depression and you just ready to give up and throw in the towel. Talking to leaders now. I'm talking to leaders. I want to be specific. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with laity and babes. I'm talking about mature leadership and laity to where you just ready to just give up and you won't lose hope and, you know, thinking suicidal and all this. You got to ask your, yourself, did I sign myself up for this or was this God? Mm-hmm. Was it me or this is God? Because when it's God, you realize that what? God didn't bring me to this to not bring me through this. Mm-hmm. God brought Moses and them to the, to, to, they was running from, from that army. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before we did the Jericho wall, them same people, come on, mm-hmm. boy, they, they had all, they had to deal with that water before. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so, you know, and God parted, he brought them to the what? Red Sea. Yes. Now, what if God hadn't brought them to the Red Sea? Uh-huh. We would have been reading, they all drowned in the Red Sea and got killed. Right. <laughs> all the shit here, right there. Because <laughs> Pharaoh's right. army got them. Right. But now there are songs made about, you know, Pharaoh's army drowning in the Red Sea. It's some billions of sermons have been preached on that. Mm-hmm. Think about it. And all why? Because God brought them to the opposition. There you go. Wow. And come on. Glory there, to God. There God you go. Created, come on. You know what I'm saying? There and go. God opened the door and created an opportunity for them. And that opportunity not only got them to the other side, but defeated the enemy. Come on. In the my, same my, process. My, that was chasing them. Yes. In the same process. <laughs> See, opposition to see, opportunity. There you, there you go. You you hit the nail on the head right, right. there. Mm. Say God brought them to the opposition. Yes. See, who who are you you serving? Correct. Yes. Are you serving your own narcissistic ways? Mm. Or are you serving the Almighty? Right. Yeah, we 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 gonna we gonna get we gonna get all churchy today. Y'all might as well get we ready. <laughs> we gonna get there today oh, yeah. because, like I said, sometimes that's what we do here. We we just where it leads us, mm-hmm. that's where we go. But I tell right. you what, that 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 is such a a brilliant point there. God brought them there. God bless. Yeah. And if He brought them there, guess what? Even though their eyes seen the obstacle of the Red Sea in front of them, when you mentioned you talking to leaders. Right. You he spoke to he spoke to Moses, right? Yes. And he told Moses what to do. Mm. All the rest of them was subjected under Moses, right? The whole Come nation. On. Yes. So yes. all you really need, like you say, you need one to have faith. Right, yes. If all the rest of them can see, you gotta have one that can see on the other side. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. <laughs> and see, Moses can see on the other mm. side because guess what? Up to that point. God, God has showed Moses several miracles before the before they were freed. Right. Him being right. him surviving from a babe up into the house he grew up in was a miracle because mm, his yes. life was sought after when he was born. Right. It's like right. sought after yes. when he was born, y'all. Yes. I, some people have maybe know the story about Moses when he was born. It was an edict out to kill all the. The male children born within a certain year. Right. And his natural mother packaged him into a basket and sent him down the Nile amongst alligators and everywhere else and over there. Wow. Yes. And yet he showed up. But at the doorstep, well, I ain't going to say doorstep. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm skipping over part, but it showed up. 
at the one who sent out the edict, Pharaoh, that his sister, mm. who was without child, seen this basket float up with this child in it, and she claimed him as her own. Wow. So that's a miracle in itself. His life was yes. spared. Yes. And on top of that, he grew up in Pharaoh's house, right under him, being taught as a leader, not as a Hebrew leader, but as an Egyptian leader. And now let me take my time with this because the ideology of the Egyptians was different from the Hebrews. Uh-huh. Right? Because right. they they had they had yes. different situations of right. life. Yes. They had oh, wealth, yeah. they had ownership, they had this and this. So your perspective of life is different than somebody that's in the field working. Uh-huh. That, that's just keeping it plain right there. Right. I mean, we could transfer, we can zoom in right now and say, look, a person that's working another job in the field is different from a person that's working a supervisor. They two different point of views. Right, correct. And yes. decisions that are being made are based on those point of views, right? Yes. So he grew up in a house opposite of where he was naturally came from. That's mm. opposition right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's opposition right there. <laughs> That's it. Opposite wow. of what his natural makeup should have been, he grew right. up in the opposite of that. Yes. And I tell you and what. That's it. And like I said, that served him well as he got older. But at right. one point in time, he came to himself and he realized, guess what? The Egyptians, I don't even look like them. My, I, mm. my makeup, my face, my everything is different from my mother and the rest of the family. Who right. am I? Yes. Wow. He came to a point <laughs> where he had to he had to figure out who he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Man, that's nah? it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you then are. after he figured out that, then guess what? His next step was to find a way to get back to his natural being. Right. And we know it came through a time when he had seen an issue with one of the slaves. Yeah, yeah. A slave was oh, yeah. being beaten unmercifully. He and, yeah. and he he had passion, compassion for him, and he ended mm-hmm. up killing the guard who did who was punishing right. the slave. Yes. But then after that, he knew he had to get out of Dodge because somebody else had seen it when he thought somebody didn't see it. Right. And that just lets you know another thing is just a side point. What you do in the dark is going to come to the light. Man. Just because mm. you didn't see nobody see it don't mean it didn't right. get seen. Yes. So anyway, That's good. I know we don't segue a little bit off, but we still talk about opposition here. But yes. back to the Red Sea, well, guess what? He was able to see over that. And with the power yes. vested in him by God and the faith that he had, he delivered the people. All right? Yes. <laughs> Man, that's good. <laughs> yes. So Definitely. Let's, let's, let's move on a little farther. Okay. All right. Another thing that opposition forces you to do, and that's if, like I said, you, don't, you got the conviction to move forward, it forces you to take action. Right. It forces you yes. to take action. Opposition oh, forces yeah. you to take action. Yes. I mean, yes, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Definitely, yes. You're either going to take the right action or the wrong action. Mm-hmm. You're going to move forward or you're going to go backwards. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you're going to make, you you because it forces you to act. Exactly. And um, it, it's, a, it's a force, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do we go to counseling or do we go to divorce court? 
You know, you uh, do do we build? Do we try to get a loan? You know what I'm saying? Or would, do we just let them foreclose? Mm-hmm. You know, do do we ask for more money? Or we just be, you know, well, the Lord will make a way somehow. You know, what what, what are we going to do? You, it's an action that's got to be taken. Something's got to be done. <laughs> that's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do we put out some buckets or do we sell fish? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Regardless, we got to do something. You uh, know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. So it's a force. It'll force you into making an action and you have to be a decision maker. There you go. That's why if you built for leadership, Talk about it. Opposition will determine if you are a decision maker. Mm-hmm. You know how to make decisions. Because mm-hmm. opposition will cause you to make decisions. You know what I'm saying? Opposition will will expose a person's prayer life yeah. and their belief and their faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Opposition will. You know, watch this. Peter came up under opposition, pulled out his knife, cut a guy's ear. Mm-hmm. Cussed a little girl out when she said, "Hey, ain't you the one?" You know what I'm saying? When, when I was just hit Peter, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What what was in him came out. There you know, is. he didn't have the power of the Holy Ghost yet. No, nope. you know what I'm saying? You just told him on the day of Pentecost, you gonna get this mm-hmm. to help you. But so opposition gonna determine if a person is in their flesh or if they're in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You got a fleshly leader or a spiritual leader. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yes, because mm-hmm. um. It's the determining factor because opposition forces you to act. What is faith? Faith is an action word. You know what I'm saying? We Mm -hmm. walk by faith and not by sight. So opposition also exposes a person's faith or what? Lack thereof. There you go. (laughs) There it is. There it is. There it is. What you going to do, real? What you going to do, Bob? (laughs) What you going to do, Foreman? What you going to do, Bishop? What we gonna do? Hey, what we gonna do? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, go. Ahead. Yeah, you you're right though. Though it 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 does it uh, puts you in a position right. where you have to make a decision, and sometimes yeah. you you just don't have time to go get counseling. Sometimes you you have to. It's a a right now decision that has to be made. Oh yeah, you ain't got yes, time to gather definitely. up everybody to get together and, <laughs> and say, well, here's what we're gonna do. This, that, and the other. Because, right. like I said, it, it's good to have counseling because, like I said, we know that's good. But sometimes right. as a leader, guess what? You you don't have time to round everybody up. Oh, and, no. And no. then it's got to be made. And then after that is the consequence of that decision. Correct. And, what you know, what we call it here is making a decision on the fly. Okay. Um, Just, you know, looking at it even from the, the sense of being a pilot in an airplane. Mm-hmm. Faced with turbulence, it's what you know. B- birds hit the hit the hit the hit the wings or hit the you know the engine or something. Mm-hmm. One of the engines go out. You have to make decisions on the fly because as a leadership, guess what? All them people that sit behind you are depending on you that's to make right. that what decision on the fly. Yes. Now you got to have instincts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Leaders got to have instinct. That's an instinct decision on the fly. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, man, hey, uh, and wow, that's the whole message within itself. Oh, keep talking about making it. Take, that take instinctual time. decision on the fly, because now instincts. I mean, because if you don't have instincts, dude, instincts mean it's now. Mm-hmm. It's in the moment. The moment is getting ready to be defined by this instinctual decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do we swerve? Do we go up? Do we go down? Do we need to make an emergency landing? 
we got to come on. We already got my, my, my. Mm. I ain't got time to console with nobody. Right. Well, let me get. No, no, no. I'm in the midst. I'm making a decision on the fly. Mm-hmm. Instinctual. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> my, my, my. That's when you already got. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right there. Ooh, I'm telling you, you're right mm. there. I see you getting Man. fired up over there, but yeah. you're right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because like you said, yes. in, the, in the moment, you have to make that decision. And, yes. And like I said, that, again, determines where you've been, where you've been prepared at. Right. Correct. Yes. Where you've been preparing. Because yeah. I know you used the example of a pilot. Yeah. Well, a pilot, they send him through rigorous training over and over again before he gets this license. Right. And sitting in a simulator, acting those things out, is a lot different than once you're in the moment. Right, yeah. Because like I said, when you're in the moment, guess what else? All the high, the what endorphins want to rise right. up. You know what I'm saying? Your blood yes. pressure start building up. And you start yes. to get a little bit, uh, the pressure, just say pressure building right. up. Yes. And now now you're not, how you want to say, thinking clearly, so you have to just almost act and know what you're supposed to do. And sometimes right. sometime that, that simulator training comes back and help you. Right. I mean, that's, that's some uh, things that definitely you need to be prepared for. But we're talking about, let's go, go back to, because I know we're getting all over the place here, but opposition is the key to opportunities. Right. See, also, opp- opposition forces what? Gives growth and maturity. Right. Facing yes. obstacles give growth and maturity. So the more um, oppositions or obstacles you face and you come through, as you stated earlier, making the right decision... Maybe right. not the easy decision, but the right decision that the more you move forward in life and on your journey, that guess what? That growth, when you face those oppositions, it won't be as bad as it was last time. The blood pressure won't be as high this time because, you know, let's let's take a deep breath first. We know we're in the moment. Let's take a deep breath and let's think about right. it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's pause for mm-hmm. a second. And let's get our faculties around this before right. we just make a rush decision on the fly. Because that's uh-huh. built up of time going through what we want to say, going through the fire, right? Yes. That's good. Yes. Yes, going through the fire. So uh-huh. when you're going through the fire and coming out on the other side, well, guess what? The next time you go through it, excuse me. It was. It won't seem as big of an obstacle. Don't mean that it right. won't be hard, but it just means you what the basketball players call it after they've been in the playoffs. They say we are what battle tested, right? Right. Okay. That's good. We got. We got. Yes. Battle, we got playoffs going on now. At at the time of this recording, the Bulls were just knocked out yeah. the night before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Chicago Bulls were just knocked out the yeah. night before. I thought Man. I'd throw that in. Yeah, it's my old Chicago Bull at that. Jimmy yeah. yeah. Got, oh, by Jimmy Butler. But, oh, come on, don't get yeah. me started. Yeah, come on. But anyway, Man. what I was saying was... Know what you got. Basketball. Yeah, <laughs> 
Basketball you let players it go. that's done been around and been in playoffs several <laughs> years yes. over and over mm. use the word battle tested. I believe Kobe yes. Bryant used to use it on their regular that we're battle tested. So yeah. that that comes with growth true. and maturity of going through previous obstacles and previous uh, challengers and different things like that. Right. Yes. And that and that's good that we got on that right there, mm-hmm. um, because you know um, the scripture talks about don't you know give a novice a leadership position. A novice is a immature immature person a person that hasn't been what battle tested Mm -hmm. hasn't dealt with opposition um you know um definitely so therefore not age you notice i didn't say age yeah said immaturity Mm -hmm. because immaturity you can be 70 and be immature Mm -hmm. you know wisdom you know i'm saying so it's it's yeah, immature. So maturity comes through how the way you handle opposition. And, you know, that determines you being battle tested because what have you gone through? Mm-hmm. What have you dealt with? What have you built? What have you parted? You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, how you handle challenges, you know. So how many times have you been divorced? And you want to be, a, this your third husband, your third, your fourth wife? Oh, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trying so, to rethink some things. Correct. Yes, definitely. Yes. You know, your credit. Let's look at your credit report. What do I got to do with it? Well, if you don't, you know, if you, <laughs> you know, if you got a, your credit, you know, it determines a lot about you. It lets us know if you pay your bills on time and you be trusted with opposition or yeah. do you try to get something for nothing in life. Everything mm-hmm. matters. It shows mm-hmm. your level of maturity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you can't be preaching on faith and God going to provide. And you, and you, you know, and you know, oh, no man, nothing but to love him. But you come on. All this matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so immaturity, you know, and there's a lot of immaturity in leadership nowadays. Mm-hmm. A lot of novices, you know, um, just can't even make a decision. Do, when they do it, be horrible decisions that affect you know, don't think things through, mm-hmm. are inexperienced, you know what I'm saying, may know the technical side, but don't know the the maturity, the people side of dealing and coping with life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We I see that a lot. That is very, that's a common practice nowadays. Oh, 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 a lot of pause, immaturity and leadership. Pause right there, Doc. Pause right there because mm-hmm. you hit something right there. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're talking about leaderships and different roles, business or whatever. But anyway, they are, like you said, in a position to make decisions, a novice or whatever case. And they may have all the education. Uh They may have all the degrees. They may have all of the certificates, been all the conferences and all that different things like that. But that don't necessarily transfer over to how to deal with people. Correct. No. You... You uh you mentioned uh dealing with people, how they can do all the stuff that a manager would do, except they don't right. understand how people operate. Cool. Correct. I'm, I'm a, yes. I'm gonna refer back to that same message uh with Bishop Joseph Walker the third. When he mentioned he said he started out in ministry and he done went to all the seminary schools and he undid all, all these different things and uh-huh. all these educational tools and different things and he knew how to 
uh, break down the Bible in any kind of way and, you know, explain the teaching and, and all those different things. But when he was placed into his first pastoral role as a young man, he, he stated that I knew all of the, the processes and everything, but he said what I learned later is I didn't know folkology. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. He said, I didn't know yeah. folkology. I knew all the other stuff. Yeah, that's a but nice said, way of saying I didn't know saying. folkology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he know yes. how to deal, he know how to deal mm. with that senior wow. deacon right. who said, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> he, right. know how, he know how to deal with that senior mother that's been mm. there this long, and you trying to bring in all these new right. ideas and new uh, things to do. And they like, we ain't have it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and mm, mm, mm. he later learned on and i'm not trying to tell his story but he later learned on and we can see where he's at today that right. he did figure it out but uh right. that that's the sum when you said dealing with people because yeah dealing with people is more challenging than running the business or running the church and whatever the case might be you can prepare your right. sermon weeks in advance or week before however you do it you can get that all prepared with lord give you this that and other. but guess what if you don't know how to deliver it to the people if you don't know who the people right. are delivering it to yeah. If you don't know how it's going to have impact on them, or you just give it out there and let, and let it fall where it may, I mean that that could be that could work for some people, but I don't right. think it works for everybody. Nah, definitely, that's good. I don't think it works, and for that's everybody. it. So when you say and how to deal with folks, you got to know how to deal with people, yeah. and 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 how to put everybody on a level playing field. But I'm 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 get off of that because I don't want to get too long winded on that. But yeah, you gotta learn okay. how, to, how to make a, a level playing field with all the generations, mm, all the generations, yeah. the baby boomers, the Gen X, right. mm. the youth, the yes. babies, all it. If you can reach all of them, mm. wow! I believe God is doing what He had your purpose for your ministry because He's for everybody. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We're going to move on to another one. Tell you, uh -huh. tell you about this. Opportunity to become powerful. Now, we're uh -huh. not talking about opposition uh, creates opportunity to become powerful. Right. Now, we're not talking about powerful is in ruling over individuals or ruling over something. But powerful mm. within yourself with the power put in you to overcome right. those obstacles in your life so that you don't get into those deep downward spirals. Right. Okay. Whether it be depression or lack thereof or whatever. You you uh you you grow with power. Mm. Power to overcome mm -hmm. some life obstacles. So that yes. everything you face don't knock you back three steps. Right. And that opportunity is learned through opposition. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yes. That's it. It definitely strengthens those spiritual, your spiritual muscles, your emotional muscles, your mental, you know, muscles. Uh, I mean, the areas, the soulless realm, mm -hmm. all the areas where, you know, life is determined whether whether warfare takes place it's internal yes that's why god say he looks on the heart and you know and even uh one of the writers in the bible said every time i would do good evil was always present yeah you know he would let he let us know that it was a battle in the mind all the time 
You know what I'm saying? The warfare is in the mind. So whenever you face opposition, you deal with it effectively because you know you're purpose-driven, what you're doing. You've been called to it. You're on assignment from God. You understand the value of the, my family, of what I'm doing, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because some stuff you're not, you're not going to even be called to. Some stuff is a fact of life. If a man don't work, he don't eat. So you need a dog. You need a job. So whether it's <laughs> yeah. a job you call to or not, it don't matter what you face. Shut your mouth. Realize what you're dealing with, man. Because it's bigger than about you in the moment. Ooh, you preaching to me right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Family got to right. eat. That's probably oh, been some man. times that I was on the job. I was right. like, oh lord, I can't yeah. deal with this. Right. But mm-hmm. but then, like you said, I think about my my wife and my daughter and my my son, and I think about all the funds that was depending on me to. To right. stay on that job, yeah. Like I said, I may not have been called to it, but I, yeah. I, I But guess what? I, I worked it. And I think, thank the Lord, it's, it's getting closer to the end. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and like you said, oh, yes. let me. Why were you talking about it? Mm-hmm. Many obstacles we face on our job. Many of the opposition and the different ones that we filled our mm-hmm. gun into dig ditches for us yeah or try to put us in a position where they're making us less than what god had called us to be okay and I, I tell you what that just overcoming that even if you don't never do nothing supernaturally great if you just survive on the job long enough to retire pretty yeah. much that's all you need to do to demonstrate to the lord that look i'm i'm committed to this mm-hmm. right you know i got you i'm committed yeah. And I mean, with that same commitment, because like I said, I had my I had my family in the background that kept me committed on times when I really thought it was really a little rougher than I wanted to take. Right, but gotcha. Mm-hmm. I later learned that time served and building that up over a period of time, guess what? When you start learning the ins and outs in the job and then guys start exposing individuals to you, you learn how to navigate through that and not face those op- obstacles as much. And you can turn around and look back and say, Lord, look, I got the victory. Thank you. Grace, mm, mm, you know, mm. through your grace and your mercy, I got the victory over those that mm. was trying to dig ditches for me. Right. And I tell you what, that's that gives you power to move forward. Oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> oh, yeah. Power. But I tell you what, yes. on that note, we're going to take a quick mm. break okay. and we'll be right back on the Mike, DJ and Doc show. This podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments. I don't remember how it started. Our back and forth. It always came back. You probably don't remember what you told me. That was perfect. But I heard every word. All right, we're back on the Mike, DJ, and Doc show with uh, talking about opposition is the key to opportunities. Doc. Yes, yes. Opportunities. <laughs> Why would you think opportunities need us as bad as we need opportunities? Man, it's like this. Um, because it's like, man, God has already, you know, purposed us to be preordained positions, places, 
You know, we often hear the word being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. You touch your neighbors, you're in the right place. But to really understand the dynamic of what that is being said and to actually be in the right place at the right time. And that, that's powerful within itself mm-hmm. because the scripture talks about time and chance happens to them all, meaning everybody's going to get the chance for a great opportunity. Okay. Glory to God. Come Talk on, my, my, and get the time for a great opportunity that has already been created for them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? My, my, my. Glory to God. Everybody. So nobody's exempt from having opportunities. No one. Please mm-hmm. actually talks about. No one. So I want you to be encouraged today, listeners that are hearing us, to think about woe is me. That's you thinking that. That's you saying that about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So what you will do, you will miss every opportunity because you will run from opposition thinking nothing never good happens to me. Well, guess what? You reason you what, What's happening is good is happening for you. It's just not the way you think it ought to be. And if you ever stand up against opposition, uh-huh. you will find the good. And you'll be like, man, that's what. And you'll realize good been waiting on you all the time. Because God created opportunities for all of us. Mm-hmm. And just sometimes come disguised in opposition. And so here today, glory to God. Bye, <laughs> bye, bye. Uh, so, you, and, and that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's challenging. But guess what? But if you ever face opposition head on, Mm-hmm. And be determined to stand on your stand ten toes down as the end as the as you know they say nowadays standing <laughs> ten toes down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You will be able to see opportunities and opportunities. Why they need you? We say, well, why they need me? Because for one, we serve a God that I, you know people would say this, but this don't even make sense. Well, all you church people to say this, well, if you don't lose it, you'll use it. God to give it to somebody else. God is not trifling like people are. <laughs> He's not an Indian giver. He's not that basic. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? I mean, what, what's got your name on it is just tailor-made for you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He don't play games like that. That will make him petty. That will make him just like human. He No, no, no. He's what's for that. you? Come on. It's for us. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And there it is. It's purposely divinely assigned to us. That's why one of our mentors and that had taught me is Dr. Miles Monroe. Yes. He said the most richest place in the world is the graveyard. Well, why is it rich? Because whatever you missed out on, as far as your opportunity, it just died with you. God didn't have to give wow. it to nobody else. It dies with you. So opportunities are waiting on you. You know what I'm saying? And as we, you know, are wrapping this up, but there it is. I would want to look and focus on a couple situations as we look at there it is <laughs> while we're going right into this. Go ahead. Um, you know, just uh, a few weeks ago, uh, you know, state reps, Justin Pearson, uh, uh, center of Memphis, in the center of Memphis, and Justin Jones of Nashville, you know, attended the vote in which they were expelled from the state legislature. Mm-hmm. We had never heard of Justin Pearson, you know, of Memphis or Justin Jones. But a situation occurred that got them expelled from the legislature. You know, a couple mm-hmm. of a week later, they were reinstated in their position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
This created them a nationwide voice. My, my, my. Gave them a voice to speak to the nation now. Mm -hmm. Now they went from being known by maybe a few thousand to being known by millions around the world. And now they got a voice to make a difference as it relates to gun laws and um, control and things of that nature. Why was it? Because they faced opposition and they stood. Come on, my, my, my. Mm -hmm. They stood their grounds. They didn't give up. You know why? Because they knew what they were called and purpose to do. Wow. You understand? My, my, my. So in the midst of the, the legislative meeting, they got up with a bullhorn and all they was doing was advocating for the kids that had got killed in the school shooting. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody got to stand up and say something about gun violence and things of that nature. But here it is. It created what? Opportunity. Come mm -hmm. on. It created. They could have just said, well, forget it then. We tried to help. And this, that, and we done. No, they kept speaking. They kept showing up like they were still, come on, on the job and they've been reinstated. But what you want to understand is why? Because opportunities was made for them. Mm -hmm. It was on the other side of what? The aisle position <laughs> the opposition wow the opposition and you know what I'm saying come on I mean are these guys man you see them on everything now mm -hmm. I mean and you will hear them they got a platform they got a voice yes and they got a word and they're talking about our Lord and Savior come on because this is a Christian broadcast uh -oh. and as I want to wrap up today I would want to go to Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 and this is the key to opposition here it says we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy that was awaiting him, he endured the cross. The cross was the greatest opposition ever faced on the earth because all our lives were connected to that opposition. He gave his life on the cross so that we can have the what, opportunity to live. Mm. One man died. Come on. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So the whole world, come on, glory to God, can live. The greatest opposition that took place, you know what I'm saying, took place on the cross. Mm -hmm. And Jesus looked to the joy, the same text says. He looked beyond the shame, the pain, the opposition, and he looked at the opportunity. Now he's seated, my, 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 beside God in heavenly places at the throne of God with great honor. And it was given a name that's above every name, mm -hmm. that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess. Why? Because he faced his opposition, come on, head on, and created opportunities for everybody. I'm done. There it is. Oh, man, we dropped the <laughs> mic on that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy God, there it is. Yeah, well, we thank y'all for tuning in mm. to the Mike, DJ, and Doc Show. We'll see y'all next time. If you have any questions for Doc, DJ, or Mike, please go to MikeDJAndDoc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. New episodes released on the 7th and 21st of each month. Matthew 25 and 40, Good News Translation, The King Will Reply. I tell you, whenever you did this for one of the least important of these followers of mine, you did it for me. We leave you with this question. Am I helping at least one person? The Mike DJ and Doc podcast is brought to you by Silver Cup Investments. Recorded at Audio Hive Podcasting.